1: Hey, what's up? This is Echarods from Back to Godhead, and you're listening to the Coffee and Hardcore podcast. These guys know a ton about hardcore, especially the Hardcore Encyclopedia. But like me, they don't know jack shit about coffee. Except that Jacob guy. He knows his stuff. All right, guys. You've been warned. Peace. Here it is. Episode 19 of season four. If you can believe it, welcome to the Coffee and Hardcore podcast i am one of your hosts
2: yeah and, and i'm it- gonna
1: introduce you
2: do it this is mick cox from parkersburg whoops parkersburg <laughs> west virginia <laughs> say that 10 times real fast
1: <laughs> anyway, and uh i'm gonna introduce you it's wiley willis all the way from chicago illinois that is us and we that are them you.
2: yes yes
1: and we have you a good- are us
2: also Yes, true. Yes, you are us. We yes. is them.
1: <laughs> we is them. Uh, we got a good good episode. We got uh, uh, a pretty cool fellow on this episode in a pretty cool band. Yeah.
2: Do you know the name of this episode?
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. It is Straight Edge Card Revoked with School Drugs.
2: School Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you all know about school drugs? Right. They just released a record, School Drugs. They did. On Indecision Records, School Drugs. (laughs) What were we going to call this episode? Well, we were going to call this Accidental Straight Edge Robo Trip with School Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That was a working title. Yes, it was. But we sort of got voted out of that one. Yeah, we we stopped that. (laughs) We did. But you know what? It's cool. We had Josh from School Drugs on. Yeah. And he was awesome. I think he holds the record for longest time spent after a podcast ends (laughs) talking. Yes. And I think we spent another hour-ish talking to him after the podcast ended. It
1: was longer than an hour, dude.
2: Yeah. Well, so long that you had to go. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. It's like, I got to go, guys. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> and so long that we we're doing this intro a whole different day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and it would have went longer, but Zach stopped in to give me this sweet Zale hat that I'm wearing from Furnace Ooh. Fest. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Zach Brittier
1: And uh, you know what? Uh, a lot of people... Have seen that hat Because it's went around On the on the interwebs People have seen it And like Probably everybody else did I thought that was A screen printed hat But it's not It's actually white It's
2: embroidered And it's crazy embroidered
1: God, it's Crazy embroidered I don't even understand Yeah Details I Don't even insane. understand
2: Yeah It's cool Furnace Fest Only too So thank you Zach That's awesome Zach's um, such a good guy He really is <laughs> But we talked to Josh for a very long time. So it the whole conversation just sort of melds together because we talked so long afterwards, right. too, that I don't even know what we talked about, like <laughs> on the podcast and off the podcast. <laughs> but we definitely talked, we both have ADHD, and I think that's how yes. we carried carried on the conversation for that long. Yes. We found common ground in that. You did. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we sort of just kept going and going and going. <laughs> but it was great. He's such a cool dude. Um it was great. to. T- he definitely, I think he's probably going to hold the record forever. I think, yeah. um, choke Kelly holds the record for shortest talk yes. after the podcast. Yes. With a thanks. Goodbye. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, but yo, we got, uh, we got a band up on here with a blurb. What's the name of the band that's going to be dropping their track. Lead the widow's cause. That's right. And they were kind enough to send us both t-shirts And both vinyl records
1: yeah man the vinyl vinyl is a pretty sweet orange
2: creamsicle color at least the one i got same so sweet i love it yeah
1: yeah yeah, it's nice 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 color
2: yeah i was so excited about that so we listened to it we sported the shirts we're fans we're gonna play the clip uh it's coming up after the coffee review or before the coffee review. I don't know. You're going to have to find out because this is the intro. That's right. It's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but we also got a clip from my little hardcore band that's calling it quits. It was our last Midwest show at Audio Feed Festival, um, which marks my nine year sobriety every year at Audio Feed. July 5th. What? 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 <laughs> um, but we released a, I don't know, like 12 or 13 tracks. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Record, yeah, of our songs. And so we did an Aquabats cover for my son pool party. And I'm we're gonna play that later. Yeah. So s- stick around with us, you know? We let's get into this chat. Let's do some All right, chatting let's with, do it. with some chats. So we got Jacob from Oak and Crow coming up too, doing some coffee reviews. But now enjoy Josh from school drugs. He is school it, drugs, he's the only drug that you need in your life. <laughs> How you doing i got mick with me i got school drugs here with me and uh we've been talking about doing this chat for some time and it, we finally got it figured out uh i finally got my shit figured out to get on this chat um so <laughs> thank you for being patient with me um school drugs you're from new jersey please introduce yourself
3: we're we're school drugs we're from New jersey. <laughs> all all one of you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm josh i play in school drugs what do you play in school drugs
2: i guess i i sing in school drugs yeah. yes you do and you sing so wonderfully seriously i've been listening to your, <laughs> your discography over the last week um it. now before i ask any other question here we Nick, go you know you know what i'm gonna ask
1: yeah i know
3: what new jersey
2: new jersey so you like the new jersey devils huh
3: hockey i i mean i'm i'm still upset that the uh the nets aren't a thing so it's the last it's the last bastion that we have i'm not i'm I'm not a sports guy but i i appreciate that the uh new jersey devils exist
2: yes and they're doing very well or last year they did very
3: well are they then i can yeah then i can start acting superior about that to people (laughs) yeah yeah
2: so anytime was, anyone tells
3: me their, their hockey thing, I go, I go. Oh yeah how how are the Oilers doing? That's a, that's a hockey team, right? The Oilers. Yes, and they're yes. actually
2: they did really well. Also, they got they, McJesus, Connor McDavid. Yeah.
3: But did the Devils do better?
2: Uh, what would we say? Sameish. Sameish. Yeah. Sameish. Sameish. Sameish.
3: But like, someone has to have done better. Who would you think? Well, they
2: no, they both got out in the second round. They didn't play each other, so we'll say
3: sameish. Uh, Well, fuck the Oilers anyway. Fuck that. they are not the devil. Fuck those assholes.
2: Fuck them all. I like that attitude. I like that attitude. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, next I have to know about the name. I mean, I'm sure you get this all the time. And uh, as I sent you these questions, there was a band in Michigan called Drugs in the Carpet, and they always played house shows. I thought that was like the greatest name Hmm. ever. So how'd y'all land on this name? And I want to know what the band meeting was like for that.
3: I mean, this the we, we just had a, we had a song called School Drugs and we had not come up with a better name than that. So we were like, uh, bass player Edgar was like, why don't we just call the band School Drugs? And I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. That's that's basically as far as the meeting as far as the meeting went. Uh, it was you know gavel gavel smack meeting adjourn.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I had better visions in my head, like you guys fighting about the name, and some people liking it, some people not. But
3: Make no I, something I, up. Come on, give me something <laughs> here. I mean, I'm trying to think. You know, it's one of those things where you I'm trying to think of anything else that we had as a name, but oh, well,
2: those are always the best
3: yeah uh yeah i can't think of any of the other ones that that we almost maybe kind of went with uh there really wasn't anything um no there wasn't anything I, and the song was about like ritalin and adderall and shit like know that. All about that that's, that's what the name is a uh, is an allusion to
2: okay I like Not,
3: that. Like a lot of people think, like it's like doing drugs in school, or we've been put on flyers as school of drugs, like School of Rock, but School of Drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. School, of, <laughs> school of Rock, School of Drugs. Um,
2: Don't send your kids there.
3: You know, or or do that's you know it's it's or, your choice. Depends, on guess people, uh, what you're what you want for them in, in the future, I guess.
2: I guess if you want to put them on Ritalin. I was on Ritalin as a kid. I I was a kid in the 90s. And uh, I might have told this story before. But they used to put my, you know, my grandparents raised me. They used to put me on on Ritalin because I was hyperactive. And it would always make me feel like a zombie. And so I stopped taking them. And I would stick them in this couch cushion. And when I was in, like, my 20s, they were moving. And they picked up the couch and this huge sack bag of Ritalin. They had like turned into like a ball was there and they cut it open and all this Ritalin came out and they were like, what the hell?
3: And you were, and you were like, wait, wait, Lou, I need, I need a few of those back, hold on.
2: <laughs> That's my school drug story.
3: Yeah, I think they wanted to give, they wanted to give me uh Ritalin or Adderall or whatever because I, I guess we are both children of the 1900s um, and <laughs> my parents were just not into it. They They were like, they just didn't, want me to to be on it uh, yeah
2: they were putting all kids on it in, in yeah. you know 1990s
3: would it would it have helped probably maybe i don't know it's just i like i got to my three times tables and i stopped because it was fucking boring <laughs> like I just no i understand that. I, if, if i'm not, if it's not interesting to me i don't i'm, I'm not going to be able to be interested in it it doesn't matter you
2: know? yeah that's how i was as a kid also
3: Yeah, I can remember every fucking, I can remember all 151 fucking Pokemon, but I I couldn't tell you, you know, anything about the periodic table of elements other than that exists.
2: Dude, we're the same, 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 same,
3: same. (laughs) I will agree. My, uh, 42. Okay. So you got like 10 years on me, but, but yeah. So for you, it might've been knowing all of the, you know, Ninja Turtles characters or fucking characters. Correct. Ninja
2: Turtles. That was my jam. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that, yeah. So that makes me happy knowing that about the name because that's that's sort of clever and that sort of hits home with me um, about school drugs. Because I was just like, I don't know if this is a clever name or if it's just a name that they landed on. Um, you're not going to care about this, but Mick will. So when we were trying to name October of Death, a real name that was on the table was Greg from Accounting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I know. <laughs> right from a I think that, yeah, that would have been a great name, but it didn't happen. So have you so. ever played a show somewhere
1: and, your, and the name of the band was on, like, a flyer or something and, like, people came and protested because there was they thought there was going to be school drugs? No, but
3: we, we've we definitely had, it like, our name listed, you know, at, at the VFW or, or you know, the the, the family pizza shop as, like, School D... Asterisk, asterisk, mm. asterisk. asterisk.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: That's awesome. Like, nice. okay.
2: I mean, at least you didn't name it Church Drugs. Then there would have been an issue, right? Yeah. There's probably, I, there's probably more drugs there anyways. So. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> well, there's also the band Drug Church. Drug Church. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um Ding, 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 ding.
3: There's there's that and uh, everyone's a Which is like a,
2: a big band, yeah.
3: Every once in a while, I'll just uh, I'll send like an, an IG message to uh, the band War on Drugs that that just says, "Got a fucking problem?" <laughs> just for fun. Every once in a while, I'll just. Does ever send they ever them. write you back? No, they have they've never even looked at it, but I just think it's really really uh-huh. funny to be like, what "The fuck is your problem?" <laughs> <laughs> Trying funny. to start beef. <laughs> yeah. I want. I want. I really, really want beef with the war on drugs I, I have no idea what that band sounds like i i don't know i i know that people enjoy them i think they, they played the stone pony summer stage so i guess somewhere between three thousand and five thousand and 5,000 people will come see them in new jersey but i know nothing about them they could be very very nice individuals but i want yeah. to start i, want to have
2: a I don't rock. know i've never heard them i don't know either I don't know either. It's
3: indie music, whatever, whatever that means in in the current year of our Lord.
2: Yeah, indie's a very broad term nowadays.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So I see you're using a tissue. What kind I of mean, drugs are you on at this moment?
3: Uh, I'm just getting off a a, a wicked uh, Dayquil addiction. Nice.
2: It sort of is an addiction,
3: isn't it? Uh, 19- I would say.
2: I would say Nyquil, yeah. I would say Nyquil, NyQuil more is, so
3: is more, would, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I would say that I was legitimately had like a dependency for for a while on uh like Unisom, yeah, which roughly does the same thing as uh right as, as Nyquil um, it like and it was it never caused any problem. Like the only side effect was sleeping until four in the afternoon. <laughs>
2: I don't have that luxury, but
3: <laughs> most of the work that I do is at night, so it doesn't matter, and or and or it's on the weekends, so it doesn't matter. But when you're, yeah, like when you have to set a fucking alarm to go to the post office because it closes at four thirty. Yeah, you got an issue. I was like, oh, I should probably stop fucking with the Unisom so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, but well, so in my case, like. I work at 4 p.m. to midnight, sometimes 1, and then my son usually wakes up at, like, 6 a.m., so I'm getting, like, four or five hours of sleep. So when I'm sick, I find myself taking NyQuil, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm still sick, right?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just want that, like...
2: <laughs> yeah, I got to sleep.
3: Deep death sleep. That that, yeah, okay. that absolute, like, kissing cousin of uh, of death.
2: But it also sucks when you take it and it, like...
3: Does nothing? Tries to...
2: Well, no, it tries to make you sleep for like seven to eight hours. And when you don't have that privilege mm. and you've only slept for four hours, you wake up like in a haze, you know, like, oh
3: man. Oh yeah. You get the grog. I've, I've also just had it where you it just does fuck all, it just does nothing. And you're like, well, do I, do I take another one? Do I,
2: <laughs> do I robo trip?
3: Should I like do some jumping <laughs> jacks? Like what's going to get this moving through the fucking blood a little yeah. faster? Like I need this to hit red blood cells like now.
2: So I just got my straight edge card revoked in this episode. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> They're like that bastard is robo tripping every night to sleep. No, it's not every night. Total edge. Just wide. when I'm re- just when I'm really <laughs> sick.
1: <laughs> start getting comments about you breaking edge. Oh
0: Jesus. Yeah.
2: Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> So I honestly love hearing the stories. You might not believe it, but I do. I love hearing the stories of how bands come together, the push that made it happen, the glue that makes it stick. Like my favorite thing to do is ask people about the backstories of bands I really like. And so I want to hear your backstory. Like what, who is the person that holds it all together? How does this continue to keep going? Because people who aren't in bands, they don't know it's ridiculously hard sometimes.
3: Yeah, it's absolutely uh d- a difficult tedious relentless obnoxious thing to keep going. Um I would be me. Hello. I would be the answer for all of those things. Uh, You're the band dad. I'm the, I'm every band has the guy. It's true. Hello, I am the guy. <laughs> You're the guy. Whether yeah, why maybe at some point you stop needing a guy. Maybe at some point you're like big enough that you don't have a guy and the guy gets dissolved into like having a PR person and a fucking manager and a booking agent. And then, you know, yeah, but
2: you're not there, right?
3: The guy. No, fuck. No, no. good I've
2: never been there. So I don't know that.
3: Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. It must be fucking nice. Must be fucking nice. (laughs) Um, no, yeah. Yeah. It's, I suppose that I would be the one that, holds all the things together and it's probably sheer stupidity that it, that it stays together. Cause it just, just, just keep going. You just keep moving and you just keep doing it. So, yeah, I know.
2: Especially today's age, you got to keep pushing stuff out. And you guys yeah. do
3: though. You guys yeah. push a
2: lot out. I mean, yeah.
3: For, for, I don't know what fucking reason you just keep doing it because you, I, I don't know what else I would do. What would, what else would I do with time and, and, creative energy
2: is it cheesy to say and i always say this but
3: is it cheesy to say that it's like therapy no no i go to therapy because of it so <laughs> um i wish that was a joke <laughs> wow
2: oh no <laughs> um, you yeah, know because no, no. of the band because you, does it stress you out like you have to you feel like you always have to be keeping it together and moving it forward and if you and if there wasn't you to do that it wouldn't do that
3: Uh, Definitely. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that it would, it would not do because everybody, because I'm the one that has the most time to do it. So like, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of like, just trust me, everybody just trust me and be available for these dates and these things. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I promise I have, and, and whatever, concerns or ideas anyone else has i guarantee you 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 don't have enough time to have thought about it as hard and long as i have
2: yeah but it sounds like uh i mean so you have the time but you also have other things you you do in your life so is your life just completely consumed with it since you're the one that's thinking about it all the time cuz you're doing a lot of records
3: yeah i mean it's it's it was put into through- My girlfriend put it into perspective one day when I was like sitting doing something. Hi, yes, hello. Um, doing something for school drugs and uh and she was like, You realize that like it's like a part-time job, right? And I was like, No, it's not. I don't spend that much time on, on this shit. And I was probably sending out fucking emails for like one of the records, like, you know. Listen to mm-hmm. this, review this, fucking put something on the internet about this. And I was like, no, I don't spend that much time on it. And she's like, yeah, like you, you do. You spend as much time on it as like you would, if you had, a you know, a part-time job. And I like thought about it and I was like, yeah, actually I do. I do spend as much time as I would have. As like, if it was a part-time job, um, yeah, even is-
2: promotion for it.
3: Yeah. I mean, but like my it's- regular job because i do like production for concerts and fucking events corporate events whatever um usually lighting sometimes other things guitar teching for bands and this and that and this and that um most of like my work is like a ton of work in a few like in a few days you know like i'll do 40 hours in you know a few days rather than spreading it out over the week. So then during the week I have like nothing to really fucking do other than agonize over uh complimentary colors.
2: <laughs> you got us both like going, wait, what?
3: I was <laughs> no, just like or like sitting there and just like 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 uh th- this this shade of, of yellow or this shade of yellow. This this move this over these like two clicks or this one up because I also oh, do- yeah. So like, you're talking about for like the artwork and stuff yeah, I do all the artwork. Okay. and
2: <laughs> that went I, above my head for a second. I gotta be and honest
3: and then I do like I do like design shit for yeah, other bands and records and and stuff
2: uh so that's one of the you know what let's jump into that because I do have a question about that so uh here I say I noticed you've released three seven inch records in the last three years. um they definitely they definitely tie into each other. They don't seem like they do. They do. It's just a fact, right? I love all the artwork it flows together. It's it's brilliant. So I'm guessing you do all that artwork since you basically just said that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, all the all the art is is all the art and design is mine except for the like prayer card inserts that come with it. Uh my friend Ray Schwedhelm drew those cuz I can't draw.
2: So you had so Okay, so you did these three. We'll set this up here. You have Visitation, a three-song, 7-inch, came out 2021. The Absolution three-song, 7-inch, that came out 2022. And most recently, uh, Procession. And that actually comes out tomorrow
3: uh, for the listeners. Three hours from
2: now. Three hours from now.
3: Or two Uh, hours and 50 minutes.
2: But it'll already be out once everyone hears this. So for the listeners, it comes out September 29th. Three songs on this record also. So. You had these all planned out, I'm guessing.
3: Yeah, I mean, tell and, me the story. Well, the question, the question is why? Why would you want to do three? <laughs> no, but it's it's cool go, with so few songs on them so quickly. Uh, not quickly. It's not quickly. Oh, yeah, one. over three years, you've done one every year. Yeah. The idea is that it is all for an LP that is titled mm. Funeral Arrangements. Uh
2: so you're doing one more.
3: So there is one more that is yeah. coming next to, to total 12 songs.
2: Is that coming next year?
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Uh, it, it definitely won't come this year. It's-
2: well, let, let me ask you this. Do you have them all written out already? And you oh, yeah. go
3: in- and okay. okay. Yeah, it's all, it's all done. It was all done before. The whole point was that... We, oh,
2: you recorded them together.
3: Well, we put out Modern Medicine. Yes. and And then, the, then the world shut down. And we were like about to go on tour for however long we were going to fucking do that to, you know, dwarf because we just put out an LP as you do. And then the fucking world shut down and I was like, well, fool me once. I'm not going to fucking, I don't want to, we no, in 2020, if you recall everybody just being like, no idea when the fucking world is going to open up again or when we're going to be allowed to do anything or, or go anywhere or see anyone or anything at all.
2: Yes. And that came out in 2019, right? I'm sorry. Modern medicine came out 2019.
3: Yeah. Like end of 2019. Oh, so right the there. End ish of 2019. And then that, and then we were like, yeah. yeah, fuck. So we decided to definitely not put out another LP that we weren't going to be able to fucking tour on. And
0: yeah. So
3: I had the idea of like, let's take the LP and let's split it into four seven inches that will be limited and then at the end we're going to collect all of the seven inches together as the lp and it's you know oh so it's a singles collection it's not a singles collection it's it's one two three four parts of the same thing the first two are the a side of the record the last two are the b side of the record it's not like it's you're, you're supposed to have all of it you should have all of it if you wanted to hear.
2: So that's why Indecision is releasing as a bundle also.
3: Yeah. And then they're probably going to be like another bundle once the fourth one is out. And if. Because I ordered
2: this newest one. So now I need the bundle. Thanks I, a lot.
3: I mean, well, <laughs> you can order them <laughs> separate. You can get them from us. or I know I'm just that. teasing. Um,
2: I think it's brilliant, by the way, because even if you didn't know this, you know, like. Since COVID, you know, since 2020, people are way more into singles now and, and EPs, right?
3: Like yeah, our and, attention and
2: span is destroyed.
3: Absolutely. And that was part of the other thing was like it's much easier to to digest the three songs at a time. Mm-hmm. And also our buddies
2: are them. doing that running into the sun. They're doing two at a yeah. time until right. they come up. I thought that was brilliant too.
3: Yeah, and, and this way, like I had more time to spend worrying about like the packaging of it, which is extremely important to me. And oh, yeah, the like, you know what fucking paper stock the cover is printed on is that's that of the three, one of them is printed on a slightly different paper stock and it fucking kills me. I'll just, I'll, I'll put it like <laughs> that. Um, and, and the yellow on the paper, it's a little bit different. I think I, I probably fucked it up. It was probably my fault, but, uh, yeah, splitting it up like that gave us more time to to really like make sure that the three were the best they could be, rather than like on Modern Medicine where we just went, all right, let's do you know the fucking ten, ten songs that we ten had. Tracks, yeah. fucking, you know, slam through them like it, you know, was kind of as quick as we can and get it out, and that's it. It's a record. Like whereas this is like, no, no, we can take time. Like songs are written. They're not recorded, but we can, like, tweak and perfect them, record it, tweak and perfect them, record it, tweak and perfect them, record it, so on and so forth. So
2: That's cool. So they were all written but not recorded all at the same time? Yes.
3: They were actually actually recorded between uh, our drummer moving his studio from his old studio to his new studio, which is cool because then the B side of the record, which I think is a lot... It's like a pretty it's a stark difference to the A side. The A side's a lot faster, it's a lot more punk and, and hardcore whereas the B side has a lot more like First Ministry LP feeling about it. But not Yeah,
2: it's dark. I like it. It's good.
3: Yeah, I think it's I think it's darker and I think it has a uh it has a far more uh yeah (laughs) that made any sense uh for 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 people who did not see the gesture i made it's basically just the cover of uh the smith's god save the queen like
2: yeah oh (laughs) yeah
3: yeah. uh uh uh, dying rose
2: Let, let me ask you this so was your was 2018 when your six track ep dropped was that your first relative suffering was that your first thing you guys did or did you guys have uh singles before that
3: no, we had a demo in twenty sixteen, okay? And then we same had, same
2: band members and everything.
3: Uh, no. the band members have changed okay. almost every single time we've put something out has been at least one different person.
2: Wait, even during these three three years, yes. these three, oh, really?
3: the first the first two are, yeah, the first two are the same. And then this third one is the first time that we have our new guitarist on it.
2: So I asked Run It to the Sun this question, um, and I really liked his answer. And I want to hear your answer about it because they, they're, so they're doing two songs. Also, they're releasing two songs. I think they sometimes they do two, like four each year, right, Mick? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're gonna, I think, get like ten or twelve together, and then they're gonna do um, the same thing. But I said, are you gonna re-record these songs once they all come out? So I'm gonna ask you that: Are you keeping them how they're recorded? Or are you gonna re-record them all for the full record?
3: No, we're going to keep them how they are. We're just going to remix and remaster them. Okay, that's going to be the only so, difference.
2: Why do you think it's important to keep them how they are?
3: Because that's because that's the record. That like it's just the LP chopped into four pieces. It's not like it's not no, as no, as no. I, singles. Yeah, if yeah. They were singles. I would say yeah, sure. Because you know the uh, the holiday in Cambodia on the the the, the forty five is different than the one that's on fresh fruit like there's two different versions of that there's two different versions of you know whatever fucking song was on damaged that was you know earlier a fucking single like you yeah. know
2: or you could be but, the babarins and re-record all your songs and put them on all different albums
3: yeah or yeah or you, could the, <laughs> you could do the the streetlight manifesto and just re-record the whole fucking record and put it out <laughs> uh, but no no it's going to stay the same because like i said it's just this is the LP. You're just getting the LP in in four. Yeah.
2: Months.
3: Also, the reason that I wanted to do it that way is because that's how LPs used to be released. Like, yeah, back in the day. You know, there's there is a further concept about this record where the colors for the cover for the covers the colors for the covers. Yeah. Weird colors
2: for the covers. Weird,
3: weird sentence. I based the colors off of the. Sinatra album uh, in the wee hours.
2: So it's what? It's yellow and blue and white.
3: No, it's 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 like I basically just I picked like the three kind of most prominent mm. colors that like stood out to me because I needed like a you know the two blues that I have and then like sort of an accent color for the yellow and then white and then you know the black that's that's on that cover.
2: Yeah, it looks great. By the way, I love it.
3: Thank you. But that's the 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 that record is a concept album. In the, in the We small hours is a is a concept record, uh, and it's kind of one of the first, if not the first, concept album. The concept kind of just being that time, you know, when like the bar is let out and you're going home. I, I in my estimation, that's what the, that's what the point of it is. Um, but that record was originally going to be released as 45s in like a box set kind of thing, because that's how pop music was released at the time. But Sinatra was Sinatra, so he was like, Well, I want to have my music released the way that classical music is released, which would be full 12-inch LP format. But because it was more prestigious, it was more like this is how. Music that is superior or for the elite or or whatever is released. And Sinatra is like, my music is all of those things, and I'm Sinatra, and it's fucking 1950 whatever, so I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I want my music to be released as a fucking LP, uh, and it was released as like the seven inches, the 45s, uh, 45 boxes, but it was also ultimately released as a full LP, and it was one of the first. Pop records that was released on that format.
2: That's cool. I like that story.
3: That was so that that like played into part of the reason of wanting to do them as like seven inches too. Like you know, if I had a bajillion dollars, there would be that box set. You know,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There would,
3: there would be two songs per seven inch, and there would be fucking six of them. But
2: right, no, it's still cool that you can do that. though, what what you're doing now.
3: And um, there was a, there was a split second too because those. When you got those old box sets, the um, the seven inches were re- released like so that you could stack them up on your, sure, on your, on your yeah, play, and then would and it would drop down yeah, up, yeah, like, yeah So like the A side was like you know tracks one and two were on the A side of the first seven inch, then tracks three and four were on the A side of the next seven inch. Oh, and that's interesting. And on the, you see what I'm saying, and then so yeah, like, play that all like this going straight down. Then you'd flip the whole thing over and set it back down. And then it was would- oh,
1: that's like, that's cool. Yeah.
3: So you wouldn't, you wouldn't take the record, put it down, go, okay. Song two is done. Now it's time for song three. Okay. I'm going to flip the record. Okay. Right. Or take that off. But with- no, you would play like all of the a sides, then all of the B sides. That's really cool. And if I, if I could, I would have done it like that, but that would be so fucking annoying.
2: <laughs> well, and everyone would have, it would, you'd have to sell it in
3: a box set then too. And it would be so confusing. Like, why do I have songs one and two and eleven and twelve? Like well, because
2: most record players don't do that anymore either. So
1: that's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't I haven't seen one like that for so long. I remember sitting at my grandparents' house and doing that exact same thing. You'd stack them up and they would play, and then
2: you'd flip the whole thing over. And that's crazy. I never said it. Oh yeah, it
1: was awesome.
2: You have to send them like an eBay link to buy one.
3: One of the first (laughs) records wasn't like it was very common for like I think um, any of those record players that that came with like speakers attached to it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big hi-fi thing that you know your your grandparents just bought and like here you. Oh, go. dude,
2: my grandma had one of those. I'm sure it had one, but we listened to eight tracks on it.
3: That's, that's... I loved the
2: I love the boop the poop, <laughs> like when it popped in the middle.
3: <laughs> there was also a, a big thing back then too, like the different colors of vinyl meant different things, like. You know, uh, red was...
2: They had red back then?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I thought they were all black.
3: There is a really, 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 really fucking interesting uh, video from a guy on YouTube called Techmoan. T-E-C-H-M-O-A-N. And there is a, a whole thing about, like, the... Basically, the RPM wars. Like, trying to figure out what is going to be the standardized, like... 33 45 78 like what are what are we doing and different companies were were releasing their stuff on different speeds you know uh i don't know exactly when or who but it was the sort of beta versus vcr of yeah and yeah the 30s 40s whatever it was but uh i think rca used to release like classical music on you know 45s was like Let's say purple, and then country music was red.
2: Whoa, um, weird!
3: Fucking uh, something was yellow. Maybe like children's music was yellow. Yeah,
2: I was,
1: that's what I was trying to find. I was trying to find my yellow children's record that I have. I, that's crazy. were yellow.
3: Yeah, it might have been like I said, blue or green or whatever the hell. They had like every color that you could you could imagine. So, um, I also recently found out that vinyl has lead in it. So. Stop licking your records. Even yes. now. <laughs> it still has lead in it. It does. Oh wow. Did not know this. I
2: didn't either. Man, you're teaching me a lot of things here about records. That's cool.
3: I I'm a, a I don't bad know. knowledge.
2: <laughs> um okay, let's talk about indecision because this is crazy. So they're putting out how did you approach them with this? Like how did you did, – so, did, okay, did you come to them and say, yo, I want to do these four – like, exactly what you just told told us. I want to do these four records like this. Can you do this? And then I want to put out an LP, or did you just pitch one at a time?
3: No, no. no. I think Dave would have been not stoked if I was like, all right, we're going to do this one seven-inch. All right, it's out. All right, we're going to do another seven-inch. All <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do yet another.
2: <laughs> okay, so he knew going I- in.
3: We got one more seven bitch. Like, I don't. <laughs> well, so, he, you know, Indecision put out the, uh, put out Modern Medicine in 2019. And uh, that did well enough, I guess, that Dave didn't tell us to go fuck ourselves and that we owe him a bunch of money or anything. So. Uh, I told him the whole idea that I that I mentioned to you guys earlier of like, we don't want to do an LP because we just did that and now we can't fucking go anywhere with it. So I, I expressed to him that whole concept and idea and, and he was like, he was like, yeah, all right. That like, that's, that makes sense. I get that. That's uh, crazy. And I was also like, you know, dude, with the way people listen to streaming and shit now, like they're going to listen to it as three songs at a time, if that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it just, it works better with the attention span that has been gifted to us by uh, the algorithm and streaming into in, to, in the, the, the year 2023.
2: Um, You're not wrong.
3: Yeah, that's just, it, that's the way people listen to music. I, I, I really don't think that the majority of people are listening to full lps and and yes there are going to be plenty of people that are like what are you talking about i only listen to lps i still put that music on my fucking zune i get it (laughs) and that person is really special and we're all like super proud of them (laughs) i know i get it but if that was the case for the overwhelming majority then Every song on Spotify for modern medicine would have the exact same amount of plays and they don't. So that's not how people are listening to music. And, and it's not just me. That's everybody. It, that's not how people are listening to music at the moment.
2: Yeah. Playlists are big too.
3: And, and are you going to put the whole fucking band's LP on a playlist? No, Pro-
2: probably cool. not. Cause then you just listen to the LP.
3: And you're just listening to the record. Um, yeah. 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 No, I, I, so I told Dave, I was like, yo, let's do like limited on the seven inches.
2: What is that limited to, by the way? 300. 100 each one?
3: I wish it was 100. If I could, if we could feasibly do 100 for each one, I would have done 100 for each one. Oh, made... What'd would you, would you say? 300. 300.
2: Sorry, you're cutting it. Is he cutting it out for you too, Mick? A little bit. I'm trying to fix that real quick. So Okay. I thought I thought you said 100. It seems like anytime Mick or I interject, it cuts you off. So I apologize for that.
3: Uh, so, yeah, they're out of 300, and then they're, we're not pressing any more of the seven inches. And after that, the LP of it will stay down for as long as it's viable for people to uh, have.
2: Well, so you're doing the bundle right now, though, with three. So, what happens when you do four and one of them sells out? You can't do the bundles anymore. It's a good problem to have.
3: Yeah, I suppose that's a good problem. <laughs> I have that problem now, where like the you know, there was only like 20 left of the bundle. And I don't know which seven inch one, either the first one or the second one, that would mean that he has less than, you know, 21. Uh, oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So hey, kitty cat. Um Once the records are, are gone, they're just gone.
2: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's good too. Cause then it keeps it, you know, limited for people.
3: Yeah, I mean that's. Then they that's,
2: gotta buy it. Go buy it. Indecision Records. Go get it. We'll put a link, by the way. I appreciate it. So, why did you guys go with Indecision Records?
3: I mean, honestly, like, I was definitely a big fan of a lot of stuff that Indecision has put out in the past. But if I was going to be a hundred percent honest with you, it's because they were the only one that said that they would do it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I sent out emails to f- fucking everybody from from the top to the bottom, and there was just a lot of. You know, no, 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 no. And the only thing worse than no, you know, what's the worst thing that they could say? No, no. The actual worst thing they could say is fucking nothing at all. That's a thousand times worse than no. I prefer a hundred no's to to one. That was the silence that you get from the, uh, (laughs) um, but no, I mean, they, they got back to me and, and, Dave was was into it, and he had heard the seven inch. I sent him that. I probably sent him an MP3s of it. I I was like, ah, oh, you know, I can send you fucking demos of like the shit that we're like doing next. And, and he was he was kind of like, no, it's fine. Like, I I know what you guys sound like. I know what this these seven inches, this last seven inch sounds like. Like, it's cool.
2: Um, Nick, do- there's hope.
3: Well, it was it was super 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 fucking organic. It was just like hey, we want to make records and you're in the business of making records. And he was just into it. And then it, before I knew it, the you know third or fourth email was like, well, what do you want to do? You want to do a seven inch or do you want to do an LP? And I was like, uh, I guess we want to do an LP now. And then it was, there was no like, okay, we are now going to do an LP. Do you agree that we will do the LP? Yes, we are going to do the LP. Okay, here is the contract. You signed. here, here. Like there, there was no... It was just like, yeah, all right, so cool. Like let's start doing it. And like before we played that Indecision 30 out in California. And the night before we played, I was like looking, like scrolling back through all my emails to to like get a, a sense of like what it was like when we first got in touch with Indecision. And uh it was like between my first email and when the record came out was something like four months. <laughs> Which wow, that's pretty good. I, and it was just like that quick. It was like, okay, we want to do it. Okay, cool, we'll record it. Okay, great, now we'll put it out. Great, it's out, done.
2: Oh, so you didn't have, oh, wow, okay.
3: No, we like we had, I had demos of all the songs, but like, yeah. drummer has a studio, so it's, it's fairly easy to just go do the thing when we want to do the thing.
2: So give us the most random, ridiculous, or radical tour or show story you have. These are some of my favorite also.
3: There was a few good moments when we went to Europe this past summer. Um, We played in Slovenia and show was great. I, you know, it's Slovenia seemingly is one of those places where it's like playing in, you know, Tulsa, you know, it's, it's like just nobody comes here. So everybody goes when there is something going on. You know, it's like playing in in Lincoln, Nebraska. You're like, nobody ever comes to fucking Lincoln, Nebraska. So everyone that gives a shit about anything, you know, with a a marginally fast tempo attached to it will come out to this. So we played in Slovenia. Show was great. Uh, People there were super, super nice. Sound guy was an absolute maniac was doing uh just bumps of various uh white powders in between like school drugs essentially um and then someone else in our band may or may not have stayed up all night doing slovenian speed uh so like i got up in the morning and somebody was already up and we'd get in the van and you know the Slovenian speed has yet to really wear off. Then wears off by the time we get to the actual show. So now you just have grumpy band member. But that was not before we had to go through the uh, the Alps, through the Italian Alps. So our drummer gets really fucking car sick, like wildly car sick. If he is not the one in control of the automobile. He gets super car sick. Uh sometimes he's fine if he's if he's in the dri- uh, the passenger seat, which he was, but he made the mistake of saying that he wanted to see the Italian Alps. He wanted to see them. So this was his fucking fault in the beginning. <laughs> we're, we're driving up, and it's like, it's just fucking gorgeous. There's there's waterfalls and there's tiny little villages in the in the the fucking the mountains there, and there's you know little puffs of smoke coming out of chimneys far and wide there there are there are uh, old women uh uh shaking out uh, blankets and rugs on the on the on the hillside like it is fucking picturesque and then we actually get to the alps part where you have to actually go like serpentine pattern up and down and back and forth and he's fucking like out the window he's taking pictures and he's all stoked And then the nausea set in. So then we like, he's like leaning out the fucking window, throwing up. I have another one behind me that is like coming down from being on fucking Slovenian speed all night. Uh, We get out to some, you know, babbling brook with crystal clear water and, you know, uh, just barely overcast sky. There's There's a bit of, there's a bit of dew just, just kissing the edge of, of, uh, local flowers and, and, and fauna. And then Chris gets out and just yaks all over all of it. Um, it's, you know, like I so saw him like standing there like, ah, breathe in that lovely Alp air. And then, and he's like trying to not, cause we're all like kind of half trying to enjoy this thing. And you fucking pile back in. Uh, we got out at the end of the Alps, and he's he, he's laying or to the top of the Alps, and he's laying across the hood of the car, going just just fucking leave me, just leave me here, and like finally get back in the car and go down the thing, and there was so there was that, Um, and then we played a couple days later in uh, Hof, Germany, and bass players fucking bass kept like kept cutting out. We were, uh, so the first thing that happened when we got to Hoff is I got out of the car and everybody but myself in school drugs enjoys the devil's lettuce. So very frequently, the first thing to do would be to ask where they can get marijuana. So we get out of the car and the guy that like we had just driven, I don't know, like nine hours or something like that. And they were all getting very itchy from lack of green, uh, so I get out and I ask the guy that like booked the show. I'm like, "You got any weed?" And and he's like, "Uh, and he gets all like weird and nervous about it." And I'm just like, "Uh, you know?" And he's like, "Uh, we, you come inside, uh, you come inside." So like we go inside, and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, it's like you know, if, if you get anybody that like has some weed that they could fucking buy, like that would be cool, whatever." And he's like, oh you no, know, around here, like you can't say you can't say these things uh so loud. They are very, you know, there are cameras everywhere and they're very uh it's very police around here. And I'm like, oh, okay, like shit, all right, well, like don't worry about it then. Like if it's you know, if it's gonna be a problem, like it's cool, don't worry about it. He's like, No, oh, I guess I gets a guy, I guess a guy, it's a guy, a guy comes. And I'm like, All right, cool, great. And then like later his the the guy finally comes and he's like he's like, Oh, you're like you're Zaban. You're my, you're my good friends in Zaban. And it's like, Hey, yeah, yeah. and he like sticks his hand out to like shake my hand and puts like the absolute tiniest amount <laughs> fucking like wrapped in a, like a tinfoil ball in like the palm of my hand. And I I didn't know who the guy was. And I was just like, uh, Hey, has it? Oh, right, right, right. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't fucking smoke weed. So like I, I take the thing and like, give it to the rest of the guys. I'm like, is this, is this like enough? Fida, you know, I don't, I don't, they're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. At this point, you know, they, they probably would have taken, taken fucking anything, but, uh, nobody came to that fucking show. There was, it, nobody came. There was maybe a max of 11 people there. And, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, we could be fucking annoyed and like shitty and pissed off that nobody's at this show or like, just have fun, like make it, you know. Still, it's still fun to fucking play the songs and play with each other. So, I I took to um, I took to uh, trying to come up with the worst mosh callouts that I could, like in between songs and like before breakdowns and stuff. So I started just thinking of, and there's a full video of this entire set that, because of course there would be. There's a full fucking twenty five minute. Video on YouTube somewhere. I took to coming up with the worst mosh call that I could think of, and that quickly devolved into just trying to think of like what signs could you buy at like Home Goods or like Target or something. So the mosh call would be like, "Life's a fucking beach. It's a garden. Fucking dig it." And then like going to the part, you know, like, um, yo, life's short. Lick the fucking bowl. Man, like. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with, you know, the worst, the worst thing that I could live, laugh, fucking love all day I'm going to the fucking thing. Sorry that whoever's going to have to edit that is going to have to bring that volume down. Um, yeah, I was just trying to come up with the worst fuck, fucking mosh outs and nobody, you know, they, they barely people there like barely spoke English. So they didn't they didn't know. But every time, like everybody else is just is like hearing like the fucking thing and like trying to play and laugh at the same time. At the end, we did the no effects speed version of Modern Medicine. Like we got to that song, and I was just like fast, and I like didn't mean that fast, but I <laughs> played it like basically like it's a fucking no effects song, speed. Um, and then like yeah, the the bass kept fucking cutting out, so like I like Edgar was getting kind of mad at, it, and I was like I was like just sit, I was like here, I got him a chair, I was like just sit there, like just sit you know, on stage quote unquote, and just be there. Just, just sit. I don't like here. I like went and got him like whatever drink he was drinking, like set him up with that. And it was just like, yeah, here you go. You know? And then like in the middle of modern medicine, it like breaks to the part where it has the, you know, modern medicine, modern medicine. And like, I handed the mic to him and it was like, modern medicine, modern medicine. And then, (laughs) so the show is actually, was like, you know, pretty fun even though it was a, uh, Low turnout. There was uh, still many good seats available. There were was probably a bunch more of those of those terrible mosh call outs, but I, I remember them. Live, laugh, love, and life's a life's a beach.
2: Um let's talk coffee. Give us your favorite beans and your go-to coffee and your and your go to coffee. Wow.
3: I'm not a coffee snob by any means. That's not to say that I don't enjoy a good cup of coffee because I definitely do. Uh I'm a, I'm a big fan of of decent coffee, but I am by no means above drinking whatever swill is left over at the gas station. I'm fine with that. I it's it can coffee can be enjoyed. It could also be strictly utilitarian. And in in that instance, it is Strictly utilitarian, you know, they don't have sugar-free Red Bull, so I will drink the coffee instead of getting something else that maybe I would enjoy more than the burned, reheated coffee left on the burner. Uh, But the coffee that I usually drink, and this is proof that I'm not a coffee snob, is the Target brand donut shop blend.
0: Hmm.
3: Whatever the target, you know, generic target brand is, they make a donut shop blend that I guess is supposed to be like whatever, you know, like Dunkin. Yeah, it's probably supposed to be like a Dunkin Donuts. Um, That is what I that is what I drink. And if I don't drink, if I don't have that, it's usually uh Cafe Bustelo because that's what my girlfriend drinks. And then. Sometimes I'll buy the Cafe Du Monde coffee if I if I find it in the, you know, the can. I do like the Cafe Du Monde coffee. I know it's not like, you know. No, we don't. We don't care. We barely know anything about coffee either. Yeah, but like being that your podcast is called what it is, and it involves two things, like it's not a fifty percent split. I'm sure. I don't know what your demographic is exactly. Yeah, it's
2: more hardcore for sure.
3: Yeah, I don't have the breakdown. I, so it's it's not fifty percent of the people like coffee and fifty percent of the people like hardcore. It's probably like it's it's a, it's a you know it's a it's a combination of them. But I I have to I have to think and I I hope that there's like at least a ten percent contingency that's like you get to the fucking coffee now. But what about the coffee? <laughs> favorite, I doubt it. <laughs> revelation record, great. <laughs> What
2: about the Yeah, well it's basically started cuz I would just be drinking coffee in the morning before work and playing records sure. and I would just say this is my coffee and hardcore and finally like some people were like yo, what's your podcast dro- podcast dropping? Wow, I can't speak. And I was like what are you talking about? They're like, "Oh, we thought this was a podcast cuz you're talking about coffee and like I just do a little blurb about the coffee and the and the thing." And so I hit up Mick here who knows about
3: podcasting.
2: I was like, "Maybe we should start
3: this, you know?" And we are on
2: our, our fourth season,
3: and you guys are like sponsored by some sort of coffee.
2: Oh, oh, oh yeah. So yeah, we're sponsored by Oak and Crow Coffee out in New York, and they do—they have like uh, Agnostic Front Coffee, Mad Ball, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. And um, and Where's he a- he actually knows a lot about coffee, and he comes on the coffee chats now on this season, so yeah. we sort of know what we're talking about now.
3: Okay, did you ever season fuck, four. Do you ever fuck with like trade? You know about that shit? What do you mean? It's like a a company. It's like a subscription thing. They send you. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Like that I don't, I don't know. A bunch of other. I've I've heard other like. Yeah, boxes.
2: we did a bean bean box or whatever.
3: Uh, okay, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, um, my wife got me that.
3: Yeah, the only thing that I'm 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 above that I will not drink is usually Starbucks. I think Starbucks' regular coffee is fucking terrible. It's, taste, it's expensive and tastes burned all the time.
2: So I'm going to tell you this. I live in Chicago. Everyone's a piece of shit in Chicago when they drive their car. And I try to not be that. I try to let people in. No one will let you in. Right.
3: Mm -hmm. And,
2: and they expect you to always let them in or go, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And the only time I won't let people go is when they're in the Starbucks line trying to get out. I'm like, no, fuck you. You're getting your coffee. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I I will much, much sooner go to a 7 Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts before a Starbucks. It's yeah. just it's just whack. It's whack. Yes. And I'm also I'm a I'm a black coffee drinker because Same. And, and it is it is it has nothing to really do with like getting the untampered taste of the coffee it has nothing to do with like you know really really liking jawbreaker it has nothing to do with anything like that um it's like it's utilitarian again because if you have coffee you have coffee but if you need milk and sugar for your coffee and you don't have milk and sugar <laughs> you don't have coffee
2: Tell it to Mick.
3: Oh, you were. <laughs> is, is, Mick is a uh, is not a black coffee drinker. No, no. it's no. okay. To Me, be
2: honest, oh, go ahead, go ahead.
3: What do you? What is? does what is Mick take in his coffee?
1: Normally, uh, cream and sugar. Okay, how much? Sugar? <laughs> uh, I, don't
3: know. Right.
1: Uh- I plead the fifth.
3: Okay, so. <laughs> Is this, is this also an intervention? <laughs> we do that? Are we going to have, are we going to have the, that talk? Cause body, Yeah, better. he just, he
2: just broke sugar edge here.
3: Hey, I'm
2: doing better than what I was. I'm kidding. I don't care. Doctor's do. orders. <laughs> oh yeah. So I do care what you do. <laughs> Want to keep you around.
3: Like Sugar and coffee, sugar and tea. Absolutely. But not sugar and, and coffee. Uh milk and coffee sometimes. Like I'll get like a cafe au lait or I'll get like a cappuccino and that's that's fine. But but not like getting coffee, putting putting milk in it usually ever.
2: I did oat milk for a long time and but then I started doing intermittent fasting every Uh, day. So that's why I do black coffee. Because I'm not allowed to or I'm not I'm allowed to do whatever I want, but I'm not supposed to on intermittent fasting uh, have any calories.
3: Uh so why are you doing that to yourself?
2: I have high uh cholesterol and blood pressure cuz it runs in my family and that helps. Oh, that's interesting. And cuz I'm getting old and I have a son now and I want to stay around for a while.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense though. And so so just the, the fasting brings the cholesterol down. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. You
3: have to change what you eat otherwise too, I would imagine, right?
2: Um no. I, I, sometimes I think I eat healthy and then other times I'm like, I really don't like, I don't eat that great. Like my, my, like if I said I ate healthy, my wife would listen to him and be like, yeah, no, you don't. Cause I eat a ton of like processed, uh, Boca burgers, beyond burgers, like stuff like that.
3: Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of carbs and fake meat products. Mm-hmm. That you kind I'm not worried it. about
2: carbs really, but.
3: I just mean, like, yeah, I guess if your thing is cholesterol, then you have a totally different set of Mm. things to to be concerned with. Um, Yeah, because it's just, it's like those things aren't like an exact one to one for, you know, the nutritional facts of meat versus, you know, a soy based thing that is.
2: Yeah, and I'm allergic to soy, by the way.
3: Oh, that sucks. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it does suck.
2: I learned that the hard way. A bunch of people in my family are allergic to soy. But it's for me, it's only in like if I eat a
3: ton of it. Yeah. And I was for a while. I was going to say, but generally like things that are made with soy that are, you know, vegan are yeah. a small amount of soy. They're just soy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yep. Soy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those... uh the new like Beyond and all that stuff is um, what is that made with? That's the the bread protein. What's that called? Why can't I? I thought Cetan, it was satan. Like,
3: satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a wheat gluten. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. wheat gluten. Yep. Um, I do like that stuff though, but it's not. Yeah, you can't really compare that to. It, that's not soy though. That's that's wheat. No, so.
2: correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can eat that more. <laughs>
3: You know, if someone can't have wheat, then you can't fucking clearly. Um Right.
2: Gluten allergies.
3: Yeah. It's I don't have that, thank goodness. This player is allergic to beer. Oh yeah? He can't he just found out one day that he like can't drink beer, so
2: Oh straight edge not on purpose.
3: I mean he still drinks vodka and oh <laughs> stuff, but he doesn't like he can't drink beer anymore, so That's pretty crazy. Which was a thing in Europe because like people did not fucking believe him that that was a thing. They thought that he was trying to like scam fucking mixed drinks or something out of them. And he's like, no, like I can't drink this. Like I, I can't drink this. Thank you for handing it to me. I can't drink this.
2: Yeah. That's like, there was this tick, like the tick thing where people get bit by these ticks. Maybe it was deer ticks. Mm -hmm. And the, the, Protein in like red meats would make them super sick, so they couldn't eat it.
3: What happens to my cousin? No way. He couldn't. He couldn't eat red meat. I don't know if that's a forever or if it was for a, a period of time. But he got he got bit by a deer tick because he got fucking Lyme's disease, and wow. then he like found out that he couldn't have fucking red meat too, and that was a whole thing. Wow, right. That's nuts. Didn't affect me. Had nothing to do with my fucking life. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Jeez, a weird meat allergy.
2: Uh, all right. Well, make, is he cutting out on you too?
3: Not as bad. No.
2: Okay. Well, how do you know it's bad? On, because I keep talking about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. We're got to edit all that out.
2: I don't care, man. It doesn't matter. This is, we're just <laughs> talking, man. We're having a conversation. These are so much to be honest. So, you know, we've had like, uh, Jack Kelly of Slapshot on, what we had uh Aaron of Bane and Converge. We've had, oh gosh, Roger Moret, you know, uh, Purcell of Youth of Today on. And like those conversations scare me. Like they <laughs> freak me out, the anxiety. Like this conversation, there was no anxiety. And I love it because we just get to talk like people and it's great. These are the ones that I really enjoy, just so you know. No, oh, it's good. I'm having a good time. Good. I know um, we're we're weird, but you know, and okay. the whole cutting in and out issue. But I think this will be a good episode.
3: Weirdness is weirdness is always relative, isn't it?
2: Ah, weirdness. I know is, I'm. I know I'm weird. I don't care.
3: I know, but it's relative. Weirdness is relative. Like like everything is relative. It's it's that's that's why the first seven is just called relative suffering. It's oh, it suffering is suffering is relative. What is what is too much for you might not be too much for someone else. What is too much for someone else might not be too much for you. Like it's all, it's all relative to the life that you've lived up to that point of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Could be true. Like, yeah. It also is a double relative, like someone you're related to, um, as does funeral arrangements. That's a, that seems to be a theme.
2: I thought you putting those together with, and now I know that there's a fourth one and with the artwork mixed together, I, I thought it was great. I, appreciate I, I, I can tell you're a person who, and this is not a diss. It's a compliment overthinks a hundred
3: percent I
2: because it shows in a good way.
3: Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy to hear that. Uh, cause I, cause I did like everything about those seven inches has been very much agonized over from the like, like, okay, so, so when I was first planning on doing those, I had, I really wanted the seven inches to be similar to old punk and hardcore 45s. I didn't want the folded, I didn't want that. I wanted like the, the dead Kennedy's California Uber Alice 45 or, you know, Nervous Breakdown. 45 like before it was really called a seven inch even it's a, it's a you know a 45 uh,
2: let me ask of... you something real quick D- am i wrong or did you actually put the big holes in them too
3: yes because the first because the other thing is that every seven inch came with something came with something freeze, came with something bonus uh the point there being that One of the best parts of getting a a record in the mail is the shit that you didn't know that you were going to get with it. You get a fucking poster, you get a sticker, you get a, you know, a catalog, even not that anyone's putting a catalog in a fucking thing anymore. Uh, whatever. Like you get something, you might get an extra seven inch or a fucking flexi disc or something like that. That's the word I was looking for. Something coming with the record that you just bought and you got in the mail and you open it up and you go, Oh my God, what is this thing? That's in here too. Cool. You just get stoked about that because you knew you were going to get the record, but you didn't know you were going to get anything else with it. So you just get kind of stoked about that. So I wanted to have something come with every record. The first 7-inch came with a uh, 45 adapter, a like custom 45 adapter that uh, looks something... Not that anyone, it. that anyone else can see it, but it looks something similar to oh that's cool so oh that's really cool um it's actually one of the prototype ones uh so i wanted i wanted the i wanted to do that first and i needed you know so then there was a lot of research and like figuring out how to make that where to make that how to make it you know etc um it's also a good time to bring up the fact that like Man, everything, like, anything I've ever tried to learn or had to learn or, like, has ever eventually made me any kind of, like, career seemingly is, like, out of necessity and stems from, like, doing punk shit. You know, like, I had to, like, I wanted to make these adapters and I had to then learn all about laser cutting. Which is not a thing that I ever, like, I knew it was a thing I knew existed, and I know people use it for stuff, but then I had to, like, learn shit about laser cutting. And then I had to learn about, like, uh, making shit in Illustrator versus Photoshop and making, uh, vectorizing shit. What the fuck is vectorizing? What is a vector? I don't know. Uh, Luckily, my girlfriend is a mechanical engineer, so she could explain a lot of that to me. But there was also a lot of research on my own side and figuring out for myself, like how am I going to get this made and how am I going to going to get it made cheap enough that I can just fucking give it to people without having to like spend too much on it or or, you know charge them any more? Because I didn't want anyone to know that that's what they were getting with it. Um, But that one came with that. The next seven inch came with uh, fucking rosary beads in like a black thing because you know. Funerals and whatever and like those are that. usually
2: pretty expensive
3: oh no, you get those from the cheap shitty plastic ones from uh you know the internet just black plastic rosary beads because you know when I like I went to Catholic school uh from like grade one to eight and I just remembered that like we would you know get like once a month I feel like it would give us like a new thing of fucking rosary beads. So I was like, oh, they gotta be cheap and you gotta be able to get them somewhere. But that one didn't really require much knowledge or like figuring anything out because it was just a fucking envelope and then stamping a thing. I guess I had to learn about uh pigment ink versus like regular ink for, for stamping because it's a black envelope and you gotta put the thing on it. Anyway, the next seven-inch, the current seven-inch, <laughs> comes with uh incense that is frankincense and myrrh scented because I wanted it to smell like a fucking funeral.
2: So I'll be getting that.
3: You'll be getting that and you'll be getting this, which is a incense holder.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, You promote, you promoted that with it though, right?
3: Yeah, because I realized that like people, people will fucking buy them more if if I tell them like the fun things that it's coming with. Because, because like the other two, I was hoping that people would like be like, cool, I got this thing and now I'm going to post it on the internet and then other people are going to see it and then, you know, be like, oh, that's what it comes with. I'm going to get it. But that didn't happen. So I was like, well, I guess I got to fucking promote it myself. Um, but no, it comes in like a, uh, you've, you've seen it, but it's like, a, just like a little package Yeah, to like engineer and figure out how to, you know, make this work and like make this thing, you know, how is this how is this like triangular part here going to stay attached to the thing? And know? he's
2: showing the incense holder to the listener, by the way.
3: Um, you know, I had to have my girlfriend drew some like directions in AutoCAD uh on the back. That's awesome. And then I had then so then I photoshopped it into this to make, you know, so you know how to make the thing. I had to learn a lot more about scoring marks versus uh perforation marks because maybe I wanted the perforation, but I didn't. The guy told me I want the scoring marks. I, I still don't know if he was right or not. Um, You know, every t- like all these things, it's all like I I wound up learning a bunch of stuff and just it's all shit that I just have now. And I just know more shit about paper and I know more shit about uh, fucking AutoCAD and rosaries and rosaries and that I fucking – the back of this on upside down <laughs> kind of I mean not really kind of it's like a quarter like it's like it's like that and then if you turn it over you see the directions versus it being like that and then you then it's upside down you see what I'm saying anyway
2: yeah it doesn't matter
3: it doesn't matter but like that's the kind of shit that I would agonize over and if I could not find the justification for no you flip it over like that and it like you know makes yeah, sense yeah yeah would be agonizing over it at this moment
2: well let's pretend that didn't happen then what is your guilty pleasure tv show movie book music
3: or video game i mean there's no such thing for one for one oh he did it he did it he did it
2: (laughs) well this is the first time i introduced it in a long time mick usually goes through a spiel mick do your spiel my spiel all right all right so you're you're not allowed
1: to say that you don't have one that these don't exist and you don't have one (laughs)
2: What's your what's your guilty pleasure TV show, book, movie, CD, or video audio. game?
1: They yeah, video game. Yeah,
2: uh, so that, I dropped the ball on that.
3: Is that really? That's the thing that you say beforehand. Every yeah, time. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I forgot to.
1: The reason why is because when we first started, is everybody always said, "Well, there's no such thing," and I'm like, "You liar! <laughs> there to. There's something that you're ashamed of. If people knew that the that that well, you not necessarily
2: to, ashamed, but that- if you knew people found out about, yeah." You they would they would be like oh that's
3: weird. Yes, I mean that's that is my point. Like, there's nothing that I like that I would not freely admit to liking.
2: Right, but what would someone that knows you and didn't know that you like this thing would probably be like? Oh, that's kind of odd that you like that.
3: I mean, I like country music. So I do I.
2: Not, Keep not, going.
3: Not like, current. <laughs> um, older country music for sure. Yeah,
2: uh, older for sure
3: uh fuck
2: wait what country music let's get into that
3: okay um johnny paycheck i fuck with johnny paycheck uh i fuck with emmy lou harris very much okay i mean we're just going going through the records here uh clearly willie nelson i uh i mean i have a i have a I don't have a guilty pleasure for you, but I do have a uh, very, very hot take. Uh, I think Tammy Winnett is better than Dolly Parton.
2: Oh, oh, Ooh. you yeah. said that to the wrong person.
3: Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mix household is a Dolly household.
3: Yeah. I fucking love Tammy Winnett so goddamn much. <laughs> I like Daft Punk a lot. That's that might be like cringe as they say. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I like um
2: For you younger folks, that's cringe.
3: I don't know, it's just it's a I don't know.
2: I I thought Daft Punk was like I'm I mean I'm not super into that style of music, but I thought they were like the legends of that style.
3: Pro I mean they're probably the most famous of whatever that style is, but they I, I really only got into them because they they did the Tron legacy soundtrack. So like the Tron sequel soundtrack and a bunch of it was remixed or, or like reimagined versions of songs from the original Tron soundtrack. And the original Tron soundtrack was, uh, Jesus Christ. Cause I'm thinking, I'm talking about it. I can't remember her fucking name.
2: Mick, are you looking it up?
3: I'm looking it up right now. Damn it.
2: (laughs) Don't worry. This happens to us a lot. Where we can't remember things and make us look them up. It's Wendy something. Wendy's restaurant?
3: No, it's fucking. He said no. <laughs> but... Wendy Carlos. Carlos, God fucking damn it! <laughs> yes, Wendy Carlos did the fucking music for uh the original Tron soundtrack, and I'm a big fan of Wendy Carlos's work uh just did like clockwork orange she did a bunch she did um uh, those switched on bach records that are really cool um and is like just a fucking pioneer of synth music in general and i'm not like a big electronic music synth person um but i'm a big fan of of movie soundtracks and especially uh her work and yeah, so they did the fucking Tron Legacy soundtrack and I was like, "Oh, this is actually like pretty tight." Uh, but no, country music, ah, uh, fucking Jesus Christ.
2: Do you That's... like 90s country at all? Uh,
3: I get up to like I will get up to like I guess maybe George Strait or like uh Dwight Fuck. Yoakam. Yeah, I do like Dwight Yoakum. I actually do. I actually do like Dwight Yoakum. Um I, I I bought one of his LPs like recently. And mostly he he did stuff with uh I feel like he did stuff with with Wendy Lou Harris, uh, Emmy Lou Harris. Um, and that made me like interested in, in his work. Uh uh big Lee Hazelwood fan. Big uh uh what the fuck is that other guy's name uh big blaze foley fan um i like towns Van vanzant enough i like john prine enough uh i mean those are like cool country artists so those are not like you know that that's that's your fucking sitting on a on a on a um that's your sitting on a fire escape in brooklyn looking at a black and white picture country
2: <laughs> Like that's very true.
3: Harp on it again. That's that's some fucking jawbreaker country music. You know what I mean? That's some fucking. I went to college, and I want you to know about it. Type country music. <laughs> um,
2: uh, indie art school.
3: Yeah, like I get it. You you read a fucking book.
2: Can't prove it.
3: Yeah. Oh, you oh you like books? Name them. Name all the books. <laughs>
2: Well let me throw let me throw this question out to you.
3: Catcher in the rye reading motherfucker. Go on.
2: <laughs> Lastly here, any bands, coffee shops, artists, labels, friends you want to give a shout out to or push. Now is the time. Help give back.
3: Uh shout out to uh wet specimens from upstate New York who just put out an LP that I think is very fine. Shout out to my local Coffee shop, Cafe Vallon in uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Shout out to my cat. Love it. Nice. Shout out to my cat because she's, she's lying there. She also is credited on all School Drugs records as having done art and layout because she's really good at it. <laughs> uh, shout out to all the bands playing the School Drugs record release show. That Ooh, let's hear it happened by the time you hear this but uh Come Mierda's fucking fantastic um really really great super fast pissed off hardcore punk which is a very like boilerplate generic thing to say uh and would not really prompt you to go see them but you should because you'll get it as soon as you're there it is it is it's very intimidating band in a very good way um meth rats are playing that show they're from uh baltimore um that's a frightening name yeah but they don't seem like they're from baltimore you know what i mean like they don't seem like baltimore people like everybody in in ended i'm like you guys are all from baltimore much the same way that like people meet us and they're like yeah you guys are from fucking new jersey clear (laughs) Fucking. uh Baltimore, clearly. Meth rats, I can get Baltimore from them. I guess they're just Maryland, but I think they are Baltimore. Um, but they're they're fine individuals, just just fine Americans. Um <laughs> freezeheads who are from New Brunswick, New Jersey. And they play a certain kind of uh catchy, uh how do you say, uh pop punk kind of uh thing. What a little gold bloom there. For- you said it good.
2: Pop punk kind of thing,
3: yeah, but not like, but you know the the kind that you'd want to hear. Um, you know, I like me some pop punk here and there. The kind that it would be okay to admit that you like, and and a guilty pleasure, you might say. Oh no, the opposite. The opposite of be- <laughs> like, it's like, you know. It- I'm not going to, uh, you know, you, you got your terror fucking hoodie on and, and and you like this type of uh pop punk. That's Actually, no, wait, no, that goes the other way. Never mind. It would be totally normal to like wear a terror hoodie and then like the other kind of pop punk that they are. Never mind. I rescind my statement.
2: Cut that, cut that, cut
3: that. Did <laughs> I make that a terror?
2: No, you cut that statement. Never mind. <laughs> terror? Terror. Oh, yeah, we had Scott Vogel on. Wait, what were you saying to cut now? Oh, I was, you said I resent that statement, so I said, "Cut that, cut that, cut that." Oh wow, I was just being weird. See, it's relevant now. But anyway, Scott Vogel's awesome, and he likes hockey, but he likes the Sabers, so that sucks.
3: Um, he was an interesting lesson. I listened. I listened to that that episode. He was uh, yeah. He was he was very um, he was very well spoken and informative.
2: Yeah. Like I, a, yeah he
3: like look a good guy
2: I would say so yeah I, I mean I again I don't know him personally but he does seem like a good guy
3: good guy you know at least he's a good guy
2: <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> uh... hey what school drug song do you want us to outro this episode with
3: uh you could use one of the new ones if you want
2: you tell us which one because we want to drop it
3: uh use haunted because it's the sort of single if there was one it's the song that's slightly better than the other two i guess
2: you said haunted we're doing it we're dropping it we're dropping it now take us out with the song mick let's go
4: Play it now with Game Pass.
3: Hi, my name is Matt Cummings, and I play rhythm guitar and sing backup vocals for the band Plead the Widow's Cause. We are a five-piece, post-hardcore outfit from southern New Jersey. We released our debut album, Pain Split, in early 2022, taking influence from bands like Stretch Armstrong, Sleeping by the Riverside, Converge, Bane, and Strongarm. Now, with the help of Resuscitation Records, we have the great privilege of re-releasing Pain Split in vinyl format. These records will be ready to ship by October 27th, so make sure to head over to their web store at resuscitation.store and pre order yours as soon as you can. Thank you so much for all of your support and for taking the time to give us a listen. We really hope you enjoy it.
1: So this is a special episode because we've got a coffee review and Wiley's not going to re- review coffee. I'm not going to review coffee. We have the one and only Jacob Oak and Crow with this because he actually knows coffee and he's got a good review for us. So,
2: <laughs> so I'm excited. What's up, What's up? I'm excited to have you, Jacob. And I want to make this more of a regular thing where Jacob comes, comes on and does a coffee review because, uh, he knows no for real right. he knows his yeah stu- like knows i was listening stuff. back to, to older episodes and like that we had jacob on and we all sound like morons and then jacob like knows what he's talking about i'm like why don't we just have him do it i'm not saying we'll never do him again
4: <laughs> right but i want to make right. it a
2: regular thing where we bring jacob on
4: yeah well, here's the thing though if you if you find a coffee and you like a coffee like that's that's fine that's all it needs to be is if you like it that's what it is it's kind of like a band if uh you know, if you find a band and you don't know how to describe the band but you like it, that's all that matters. Yeah,
2: but I feel like I'm faking it, you know.
4: <laughs>
2: like this one tastes really good. I can't really tell. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you can tell if you like something, I know, but like sometimes I'm just like, I don't I like it. I don't know what else to say. Well, that's there are some
1: thing. There are some coffee snobs though that I know are like those oh, yeah whippersnappers they don't know what they're talking about
2: them damn bastards (laughs) and their fakery
4: i used to work with some total d-bags who would uh people would order a coffee and they'd ask where the creamer was and they'd be like no 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 taste it first and then if you don't like it we'll we'll get you some cream to put in your coffee and I was like, that that's not cool. I was like, that's like if somebody who grows uh, cacao to make chocolate was- Cacao! Like, they gave you like, you know, the cocoa that you would normally bake things with and be like, no, 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 don't, don't bake anything with it. Don't make a cake. Don't make frosting. Don't make hot <laughs> chocolate. You just consume that the way it is. And I feel the same way about coffee. You know, coffee can be the best base for everything, whether it's a drink an ice cream or whatever. Anyway, Ooh, listen, coffee, listen,
1: listen, listen. Have you ever Tim had and an and off? And have you ever had an affogato before?
4: Oh, dude, at Angel Hearts, vanilla <laughs> and chocolate, oatly in it. Uh, and then we changed some of the flavors. Like we just recently had pumpkin, and you, pumpkin affogato. Oh my Oh, God. oh. Tim Man
2: would be in heaven.
4: it's a Breakfast oh, of Champions.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's heaven.
2: Tim, Tim Man and his
4: white girl coffee. <laughs> I'm just picturing him. You said Tim Mann, yeah? Yeah, I did. I'm picturing him in Ugg boots and uh some <laughs> sweatpants that say "Juicy" across the ass with his pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> he has oh. to have the Han. He has the Han Solo. That's <laughs> done. <vest> <laughs> no offense, Tim. I love you. Right,
2: Han Solo season.
4: Jeez, <laughs> oh, we're getting
2: a nasty email from Tim. Right, his ears are burning. Gosh, Jacob, <laughs> take us away.
4: All right, so this time I've got a coffee from Hyperion Coffee Company out of Michigan. They're in, uh, I'm gonna say this wrong, Ypsilanti, yeah, Michigan? said it right. Yeah, um, so it's a Columbia Wheeler, it's a natural process, which means they let it ferment in the fruit instead of like just um you know removing the seed from the fruit so it gives you a residual sugar and sweetness um sometimes it's good sometimes it's not like it'll sometimes it can be too much it'll be a little like uh, composty or like you know just super fermenty so it's it's weird it's you know uh, it can be a lot but done right It has a good extra fruitiness to it. This is just a pink bourbon. It's not a blend of beans or, you know, coffee seeds. It's it's a pink bourbon varietal. Uh, Grown at high altitude. It's Columbia, 800 meters or 1,800 meters. Um, And I don't know. Their tasting notes were Thai basil, black licorice, Rhubarb pie, bing cherry, which is a lot to just, you know, have people think they're tasting. And right. and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Like, if you're tasting this in a cupping room and you're not brewing it, you're going to taste different things than somebody who brews it in like a Mr. Coffee, you know, or something like that. Um, but that's what they got out of it. Um, I did this in a Chemex. I did... 45 grams of coffee to 750 grams of water that's my normal um and it was it was good the the body was silky um one of my notes here uh I got toffee blueberry slash raspberry I couldn't quite nail it down but it was like in that I'm
2: run burgundy yeah
4: ourberry range. uh Got some sweet herbalness to it, cotton candy. Um, so that, wait, so
2: these are the things that you tasted.
4: This is what I tasted with the way okay. I brewed it.
2: Okay. Um,
4: I don't know how, again, I don't know how they tasted it. So this is what I got out of it. And I, I really liked it. Uh I'm not a huge, huge natural or honey processed coffee fan. It's a little too much for me. I like more of a washed, more subtle. But, um, I don't know. It was good. The, the aftertaste, I got a little bitterness. I don't know if it was just sort of an artifact of how they roasted it. Uh, I nerded out a little bit and I was kind of trying to see how they roasted it. And it looks like they use a pro bat, possibly a 15 kilo or like a UG 22, but it seemed a little smaller than a UG 22. Um, it's a nice roaster. They have a lot of firepower and, uh, you got to be careful with it. Um, anyway, the this one's not on the website. Uh, their coffees are between 17 and $22 for a 12-ounce bag, which is totally reasonable.
2: How did I'm you clear. obtain this coffee?
4: So a buddy of mine that I used to work with when I used to work at Gimme Coffee when I was their head roaster, uh, he was one of their facilities guys, uh, Evan. I love that guy. Uh, he moved out to Colorado. And then he moved to Michigan recently, and uh, he and his wife and his kid came in to Angel Hearts to visit, have breakfast. And he brought me this bag of Hyperion coffee uh, because he's the sweetest guy ever. And he also brought me a bottle of (laughs) cherry-flavored whiskey from a distillery uh, near him in Michigan which I'm not a big fan of flavored whiskeys, but it's great for Manhattans. I'll say that. It's great for Manhattans. Um, well, that's
2: perfect for this episode, because this episode is
4: all about revoking straight edge cards. <laughs> oh, so, man. <laughs>
2: so, you, hey, don't you don't even have though? one,
4: but... If you're not now, you never were. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so that's... That's the coffee I have for this month. Um, yeah, nice thoughts. Feelings. So all yeah. So all in all, you like it. You recommend it. I I like it. Uh, I'd like to try one of their washed coffees. Something a little less in your face. Um, like I said, the the honey process and natural process. Sometimes it's a little too much for me.
2: Are you going to finish uh, the
4: bag? Oh, I've been slow. There's almost nothing in here. I've been slowly drinking this, waiting for you guys to call me up, be like, "Hey, you want to review a coffee?"
2: Then you like it. (laughs) Yeah. If you if you can finish a bag of coffee that you didn't pay for, that means you like it.
4: Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I have a lot. Uh, I'm banking. I have this notebook. I'm banking. All of my notes on coffee. I have a lot of coffees that...
2: You better start reviewing and writing down because we're going to hit you up a ton. Yep. This is going to be a new segment, Coffee with Jacob. Get used to it.
4: How often do you want to do it? Because I have a lot of coffees. This notebook is filling up. I've got a lot of coffees.
2: I'm cool if we can keep it short. I'm cool with doing this segment every episode as long as you can jump on.
4: Yeah, I can do that. Cool.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. in the spirit of keeping it short, see you later. Later, guys. <laughs> See you. That was awesome. Again, we spoke. We filled up like three podcasts worth of time with Josh. We only <laughs> recorded like a third of it. Right. Um. Oh, there, there. There was like a weird. Thing where when we talked, we couldn't hear them it like cut in and out. That was sort yeah. of weird. We kind of got to get that figured out, or maybe you did. Well, I think what I I, I figured out what
1: it was, and it was a it was um, a setting that was on his computer that needed to be hit that, that's what it was like if you um, had there there's a there's a thing you can do in zoom where you can actually make it to where if there's any loud noises or whatever it'll pull something back and that's it was kind of like ducking on his end so yeah
2: it sort of sucked like yeah for the talk because we sort of had to ask some questions and then be quiet It was kind of weird
1: yeah because he was telling like some we, funny stories and we yeah we, laugh. were,
2: <laughs> yeah we were trying to laugh we were trying to hold it back i was like cupping my microphone but um, yeah, drugs and drugs and all the drugs. let's uh <laughs> I'm glad they explained that, like you know, yeah, yeah, he had a good explanation, so yeah <laughs> coffee's a drug, it's a work drug. it's a life drug. It's a parenting drug. <laughs> it's all drugs, yeah, but but you know, you know
1: the famous the the Godfather.
2: Yeah. Ian, Ian MacKay. Yes. What does he say about coffee? Let's drop it. We've dropped it before. We'll drop it again. Here you go. Ian MacKay. Boom. My friend says caffeine's a drug.
4: I said, oh, tell your friend, fuck you.
1: See, if See? the godfather says it, then it's true.
2: Then fuck you. <laughs>
1: yep. That's you know? how I feel.
2: <laughs> cool. We got some we got some awesome stuff coming up. Uh um, we do planned. I, I I don't know if I should say it because every time we say it, I just feel I know. like it I, it.
1: yeah, I'd wait. I wouldn't okay, say it okay. We'll, just wait. Yet. we'll I'd, wait. I'd wait. I'd wait. But it, it's
2: exciting. Two great performers coming on the show. Yes. Um for the next two episodes. And then we're doing we're finally gonna try to do our episode. About I can say it now on here, right? Yeah, you think? I can say it. On, yeah, because it's not they're not going to listen to it. They're not going to go back and listen to past episodes. They're too. All great. right. They're All only right. going to listen to the one that has their picture thing on it. But True. so we're doing a, we're doing a Chromeags episode. We had John Joseph on and went south. We tried to do it on our buddies Frisky Morris friends podcast that went south. Harley and. JJ tried suing, suing us. We went through a bunch of <laughs> bullshit. It causes a bunch of strain on our relationships. Like yeah. uh, our podcasting relationships. <laughs> um, one of, one of the guys isn't really working with us anymore. We're still friends, but we kind of,
1: yeah. He, that stressed him out enough through. He was like, you know what guys, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we're going to do an episode about, as we call it, the crow drags. Cause they're yes. a huge drag in the mud yeah um, but we're not we can't say their names, and we can't say the name of the band in the episode because they're right. they're so so happy, right um, they right. should change the name of their song street justice to court justice <laughs> hashtag ah. fuck Florida hashtag fuck the cro
1: <laughs> oh man.
2: Like and share this shit. Give us a bad review because we swear and because we don't like the Chrome eggs. anymore. Yeah. And, uh, go give us like three stars and shut up. <laughs> yeah. And, and,
1: you know, Hey, you know, the last episode we had, uh, Jeff from 90 pound wuss. And I am surprised that we didn't get any negative reviews on that one.
2: I know. It, I, was... I was, I was,
1: I was shocked. Yes. Me as well. So, I'm happy You never know.
2: People are so temperamental and so touchy that you just never know. Right, right. You never know what's going to turn someone's skin red. (laughs) As they say. As As they say. As I say. As you say. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Cool. Well, do what you do. Uh, Like us, don't like us, but we're here. We're going to keep doing it no matter what. That's right. So... We're playing playing pool party. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Thank you. All right. My brain's all all like, (laughs) my brain's all triggered. What happened to me? (laughs) So, so we're going to play a live clip from two minute
1: miners. Last, is it Midwest show? Last Midwest show. We got, we got
2: one more show in Seattle,
1: Portland area. Nice. So we're going to play special clip for Otto.
2: Yeah. My son Otto. Yeah. What? What? Full party, special, here it is. Special trumpet and backup vocals by Jess. What? Okay, here it is now, for real. Let's do it. are pretty stupid. They don't have fins but they have legs. Oh, I hate myself!